This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, February 24th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. DPR gets pushback. Audit slams carb. Water allocations minimal. Mr. Secretary is back. And interior nominees moderate tone. DPR gets heat for taking on more carb duties. During a Senate Budget Subcommittee hearing yesterday, the Department of Pesticide Regulation, the DPR, got pushback for asking for more funding to regulate pesticide emissions through the AB 617 program at the Air Resources Board, or CARB. You guys are asking for a big chunk of money for community engagement and air monitoring, Committee Chair Bob Wykowski of Fremont told administration officials. DPR Assistant Director Karen Morrison explained that this is an area, quote, we want to expand into in all of the work we're doing. DPR has been working closely with a steering committee in the Kern County city of Shafter that includes several social justice and environmental activists. Morrison said an additional $4 million for air monitoring and $3 million in total for staff to serve as community liaisons would allow DPR to expand beyond AB 617 communities. Wykowski called it, quote, nice that government wants to do more things. But he wanted to know if the added funding was at all proportional to the amount of pesticide emissions being released in these communities. The administration did not have those numbers available. Audit slams CARB for poor tracking of climate goals. A new report by the state auditor accuses the Air Resources Board of overstating its emissions reductions to lawmakers. CARB has done little to measure the extent to which its incentive programs lead to emissions reductions by causing individuals and businesses to acquire clean vehicles that they otherwise would not, said California State Auditor Elaine Howell. CARB has not shown that these costly incentive programs benefit disadvantaged or low-income communities, added how. The lack of adequate tracking data means the state may not meet its greenhouse gas reduction goals for 2030. The report also scorns CARB for never surveying participants on feedback for its program on upgrading ag equipment. Recent storms do little for water allocations. The Bureau of Reclamation's initial water allocation for the Central Valley project is just 5% for agricultural water contractors south of the Delta. Westland's Water District GM, Tom Birmingham, said this was no surprise given the current conditions along with regulations that restrict CVP operations. He called it a reminder of the need to, quote, maximize water use efficiency, improve climate resilience, and ensure greater water supply reliability. The Friant Water Authority said recent storms helped to avoid complete catastrophe, but were not enough to overcome two dry years. We anticipate that many growers throughout the South San Joaquin Valley and on the east side will need to rely heavily on groundwater supplies just as they did in 2020, the agency said in a statement. Today's announcement makes it clear that more needs to be done, said Representative Jim Costa, who represents Central San Joaquin Valley. 
That's why I've called repeatedly for state and federal officials to work out their differences over the biological opinions and complete voluntary agreements to create more water certainty for the people of California. Senate overwhelmingly confirms Vilsack to lead USDA. Tom Vilsack will be back in very familiar surroundings today after winning easily Senate confirmation as Ag Secretary. He's scheduled to be sworn in as Secretary this afternoon. The Senate voted 92-7 to yesterday to approve Vilsack. All of the no votes came from Republicans except for Senator Bernie Sanders. So what's next? Well, the top Republican of the House Agriculture Committee told state ag commissioners yesterday he expects Vilsack to, quote, move ahead with the release of coronavirus food assistance program payments. The incoming administration paused the payments to farmers in order to review the program. There is additional coronavirus assistance that was funded by Congress that has yet to be implemented by USDA. Vilsack has more work coming at him in the form of the $1.9 trillion stimulus plan that Democrats are pushing through Congress. The bill includes nearly $23 billion in new ag and nutrition spending. Now take note, Sanders told reporters that he voted against Vilsack because he thinks, quote, we need somebody a little more vigorous in terms of protecting family farms and taking on corporate. But Sanders went on to say that Vilsack will be fine as secretary. You can read our report on the confirmation at agripulse.com. Interior nominee strikes moderate stance. Interior Secretary nominee Deb Holland de-emphasized her past statements opposing fossil fuel extraction on federal lands, repeatedly describing the halt imposed by Biden as a pause in order to review the department's leasing program. It's unlikely the New Mexico Congresswoman's statements at the Energy and Natural Resources Confirmation hearing changed the minds of any of the GOP members who have openly opposed her nomination, most notably Montana Senator Steve Daines. But the tone of her remarks was relatively moderate compared to how critics see her. While saying she expects fossil fuel energy to, quote, continue to play a major role in the American energy landscape, Holland also said Biden's agenda, quote, demonstrates that America's public lands can and should be engines for clean energy production. In response to Utah GOP Senator Mike Lee's criticism of national monument designations, Holland said that, quote, everyone deserves to have a say in those. Take note. Holland got a key endorsement later yesterday when Senator John Tester, the Montana Democrat, announced he would vote for her. He said Holland, quote, demonstrated a strong commitment to protecting Montana's public lands, creating good-paying jobs, upgrading aging water infrastructure in rural America, and ensuring the federal government meets its trust and treaty responsibilities to tribal nations. Here's today's He Said It. The Assemblywoman Dolly in the other house does all that stuff. I run the tractors. That Senator Brian Dolly explaining in the budget hearing how his wife handles the regulatory reporting requirements for the family farm. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, February 24th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, 
I'm Jeff Alley.